0: listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A jam-packed Tuesday show. This will probably be one of the longer Daily Roundups we have. I feel like it, even though I haven't... We're only, you know, less than a minute in right now. But there's so much to talk about in regards to yesterday's finale. Everything that happened in the finale. We're not going to go over date and all that stuff. I mean, we knew it was going to be Doughton. It's more about kind of everything that happened yesterday on social media and then the After the Final Rose had so much stuff. I mean, we got to talk about how Deadline decided to spoil the next Bachelor earlier than the show did, um, just like people did over this past weekend, getting the picture of Doughton out there. Uh, I got to talk a little bit about yesterday's podcast. I've got a Golden Bachelor update and what's going on with that. We've finally got premiere dates for the Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. We got our first preview of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, my gosh. Um, And then some thoughts in regards to, again, the the spoiler and then this season of of charity season here on the site. And we'll get to that momentarily. All right, so where do we begin? There's so much to get to. I want to, I guess, start off with this. Yesterday, a lot of you emailed me and said, Hey Steve, your podcast yesterday, the Daily Roundup, got cut off at the end. You were talking about Desi and Amanda in the challenge in the arena, and it just ended. So I was like, "Oh, really?" So I went and listened, and yeah, same thing for me. All I can tell you is this: when I uploaded the file to uh, Apple Podcast and it went into my uh, server, which I use SimpleCast, when I uploaded into SimpleCast. Um, I never check the end of the file. Maybe I should start, should start doing that now because I can see the whole audio file that goes into it. The audio file that I have on my desktop once I'm done recording, that whole file was there. The whole show was there with the music and everything. And it was there. So when it uploaded to Simplecast, I don't know why the full file wasn't in there. Uh, there's So unless I literally, you know, roll the cursor over to the end of the audio file every single time I upload to Simplecast now, I guess I'm at risk of seeing a file that's not complete. So I'll try and do it, but this has never really happened, and I've been doing the Daily Roundup since July 11th last year. So in 13 months, um, I only remember this happening, at least this is the first time I've heard it happening. So I'll try and, uh, and just... Kind of make sure, but I can't guarantee it. Um and put it this way, it was it's on the server. This seems happening a lot more often than I will contact Simplecast, but this is kind of a one in a there's just there was just an audio screw up is is really all it was. So um I recorded a full show. And the good thing is I listened to it once you guys told me about it, and once I listened, I was literally two or three sentences away from ending the podcast. So it's not like there was much left. So there's that. All right, Um, (laughs) uh, where do we start with last night's uh, finale? You know what, before we even get to the finale, let's talk about this. Yesterday, it was officially announced. You know, we talked about it yesterday on the Daily Roundup. I talked about the fact that, hey, we're here on finale night, and number one, it's very weird that they're not promoting who the next Bachelor is and saying when the announcement is going to be made outside of the press release from last week. And two, we still don't have a premiere date for Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. What we do know by something that came out about three weeks ago, end of July, ABC did release their fall schedule, and it showed that the Golden Bachelor was going to air on Monday nights after Dance with the Stars for an hour, and Bachelor in Paradise was going to be on Tuesday nights. Well, then yesterday, they just did an about face. They did a total 180, and we didn't know this, but I'm glad we know it now. And I don't know the reasoning for it. Um, I I would say it's writer strike related, but you know, three weeks ago when ABC announced their fall schedule, the writer strike was going on. I, I, I didn't think they thought like, Oh, well we'll have this thing resolved in, in a matter of weeks. So we can, these, this can be our schedule. We'll put golden bachelor after on dancing with the stars on Monday night. And we'll put bachelor in paradise on Tuesday nights. That was just announced three weeks ago. So I don't think. I don't know. I, I don't. Under, I don't know the reasoning other than they are now controlling Thursday nights. Now, granted, not only are you going up against football, you're going up against the live eviction of Big Brother on Thursday nights. You're going up against, um, uh, the uh, uh, Boy Island season three, which starts October twelfth. So it's just you're going to have a little more competition on Thursday nights. But the Bachelor just decided, hey, we're going to. For whatever reason, we're going and taking over Thursday nights. Uh, definitely a new night for this show. This is a show that's normally seen on Mondays and Tuesdays. It's mostly Mondays. Bachelor in Paradise has been on Tuesdays in the past. We'll get the occasional Sunday show, but I'm talking full seasons. Your audience has basically been programmed to know that Monday nights are Bachelor nights. Well, for this particular upcoming seasons of two shows... Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, it's going to be Thursday nights. Golden Bachelor is going to air at 8, 7 Central for an hour, and then Bachelor in Paradise is going to air at 9, 8 Central for two hours. So three hours on Thursday nights is when it starts, how long it's going to be, and it starts on September 28th. So that's what they announced yesterday. It was an interesting announcement, but we're going to have to deal with that. Now there was some response from a lot of you guys saying three hours is too much, I kind of fight back a little bit on that. Number one, you just watched three hours last night. So don't say three hours is too much for you when it comes to bachelor related programming. Number two, three hours is if Let's just say, you know, you watch normally charity season outside of last night. Every episode of charity season was two hours. We know this. So people that are saying like, oh, three hours is too much. Are you saying that every single Monday night, the only time you turn on your TV is from seven to nine or eight to ten? My guess is no. You probably maybe turn it to another show. It's so don't say three hours is too much. And you say, well, three hours of bachelor programming. I, I beg to differ only because. I don't think there's anything similar about The Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise. The Golden Bachelor is going to be a 71-year-old man dating 60-year-old women for the first time ever that they've ever tried this for an hour. And then we're going to get two hours of a bunch of 20-somethings on a beach in Mexico doing their thing. So well, while, yes, it's three hours of programming, and it's under The Bachelor umbrella, it's not like we're watching... An episode of The Bachelor followed by an episode of The Bachelorette. It I same umbrella, different shows. So I don't I don't buy this. Oh, I watched three hours. Uh, I that's just too much for me. Well, you watched three hours last night, and I'm guessing on Monday nights when you did watch TV during charity season, you didn't just shut off the TV before and after, and you only turned it on for Bachelorette. So <laughs> it just it seems like a silly argument to make. Maybe you're just not interested in the golden bachelor. You can say that and just say, I just want to tune in for bachelor in paradise. That's fine. But I'm guessing anyone who says three hours of Bachelor TV is too much. You've watched three hours of TV and a night before. So I think you're going to watch, at least you're going to try bachelor golden bachelor just to see, you know what it's like. See, you know, it's the first time they're doing it. So yeah, it's going to draw interest. And we just don't know how long this show is, what the format is. I mean, I'm sure it's still getting the same dates and rose ceremonies, but we don't know how many episodes they're doing. They're only doing one-hour episodes, which we haven't seen in years on The Bachelor and Bachelorette. So there's a lot there. Uh, we just don't, There's still a lot we don't know. And that brings me to this point. Yesterday I tweeted it out, put it on my Instagram story. In addition, I don't know where we're at in filming of, G- of Gary's season of The Golden Bachelor. I have no idea where we're at. I have no idea how the format is going to be. Are they going to just do, you know, two or three episodes as the mansion and then travel and do domestic travel and then still do hometown dates and overnight dates? And are they going to go to an exotic location? Like, I don't know any of this stuff. I can just tell you what I hear. And I did have two people yesterday from Minnesota say they saw Jerry filming at uh, what's that bridge? What's that, I, I guess, famous bridge and. Uh, in Minnesota, they did it for, um, they did it for Michelle's season. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, where was it? Um, stone arch bridge. So he was seen filming there yesterday. Now you ask, well, what was the filming? I don't know. Maybe they're already at hometowns and one of the women lives in Minnesota or they're doing domestic travel. And there's still, you know, six, eight, ten women left. I don't know. I don't know any details, but anything I do hear Golden Bachelor related, I pass it on to you like I did yesterday. And they're filming in Minnesota. What they're filming? No idea. But they're there and they're filming. So maybe something will get out uh, in the next couple of days. All right. Let's get to the finale. Last night of The Bachelorette, there's not a whole hell of a lot to break down here because You've known the spoiler, and we'll get to the whole Bachelor announcement uh, in a moment. But the episode started, obviously, with her wrapping up with Aaron, and Aaron had just shown up, which seems like <laughs> that that felt like a month ago we saw that. But it was only, you know, last week we had the mental loss. It was only the week before that. It had only been two weeks, but seemed like it was a lot longer ago. Anyway, Aaron shows up, and again, this just brings me back to getting a lot of information this season on charity season, but not a lot of detailed information. Because as I was told, and I mentioned months ago, Aaron, I was told in a, by a source, Aaron got an overnight date. Usually when someone tells you that, you just assume, okay, final three, they got to spend the night. Well, in this particular instance, did he get a quote unquote overnight date? No, he didn't stay overnight with her, but he did get a night portion date. And we know the video that surfaced uh, that was being passed around on Instagram accounts back in April showed Aaron in Fiji. So when I saw the video of Aaron in Fiji, and then a source telling me Aaron got an overnight date, of course immediately I'm going to think the guy made Final Three. I mean, look, I understand there's people out there that all they care about is for me to be wrong. It's just it's a really weird phenomenon. I don't understand it whatsoever, but I know it. I know it exists. And the funny thing is, these people are acting like I told you Aaron got eliminated in the first episode, and when he actually made it to the Final Three, like they're acting like I'm that far <laughs> off. It's just like, look, I was told he got an overnight date, and it just so happened that it wasn't a standard overnight date, but I wasn't wrong that he got a night date. You know, it's just like he got a night portion. He went back to her room. They talked. I don't think anybody in a million years, hell, even if there wasn't a spoiler out there, I don't think anybody thought in a million years he was getting a rose over Dotton or Joey. Like, I don't even know what the point of bringing him back was. You know, obviously they convinced him to come back because they're acting like Aaron had to see her and he, and he just had this connection that he couldn't go any further without her. It's just like, don't you think any guy that got eliminated at Final Four in any past season, if given the opportunity, would love to show up in the overnight date portion and be like, hey, I still want you. I'm, I'm sure they all would have. It's like... What was the big deal about Aaron? Yes, he got the first date of the season, but she had connections with other guys. And clearly, you know, was Aaron hurt by it? I I mean, I guess. But a month later, he was down in paradise. And for all we know, he's with Eliza right now, you know? So it's like, okay, it's the same thing every season. Like, I know people want to just absolutely say that, oh my God, I see their connection and I see this and I see that. When in reality... Once these people are off the show and they get out of that bubble, they realize, okay, the only reason I was so into this woman was because my whole life had to revolve around this woman for the last month. I had no phone activity. I couldn't read. I couldn't turn on a TV. I didn't have social media. I couldn't talk to family or friends. My sole focus was on this one woman. Yes, you leave, you get eliminated, you're pretty bummed, and you're probably pretty bummed for a few days, maybe even a week. But you get over it because you realize, okay, it was more lust than love. And yes, I'm even saying that about Joey. Like, (laughs) okay, we'll get to Joey in a second. And nothing negative about Joey. I'm just saying, like, yes, that final day, absolutely sad. I'm sure he was heartbroken that he didn't win. I don't think he made up his tears. I don't think he faked his tears and he was sad. But I'm also guessing about a week or two, every day that passed, once he was sent back home, every day that passed got better. He wasn't pining over this woman for four months, which is, I think, what a lot of people want him to do or think he should do or, and not just Joey, anybody that gets dumped at the end. I'm telling you, they're over it pretty quickly. I know people don't want to believe that, and they want to think like, no, their, their love is pure, and that's who she really wants. <sighs> I mean, it's the same shit every year. I'm telling you, they're over it fairly quickly. Hell, Joey's brought out on stage. When he was brought out on stage and then had to confront Charity, the guy already knew he was the bachelor. He wasn't going to sit there and argue with. Hell, Joey was the first final two person to not even ask. He didn't even, he had no questions for her. You know why he had no questions for her? Because he didn't care. Not that he didn't care about her. I'm not saying he didn't care about her. I'm just saying there was nothing he needed to say to her four months later when the guy's about to be the bachelor. <laughs> you know, what do you want him to do up there? Yes, if you're dumped and you're not going to be the next lead, sure. Sit up there and be like, hey, you know, I I loved the time we had together. It was great. Sure, I thought I was going to get picked. What, you know, what in your mind changed or why didn't you pick me? I get that. It's really the only thing you can ask them. But Joey didn't even go there. Joey was like, you know, I had a great time. Thank you for letting me be part of this journey. It was almost like he was just like, hey, can we get to my part in the show where you name me The Bachelor? Like the guy, it's just a weird, it's a weird phenomenon to have the final two person then become The Bachelor in the same show. If they waited for this announcement, then Joey up there on the couch with Charity could have gone a lot different. I think maybe he could have gotten emotional. I think he could have dove deeper into where he was at with charity and why she didn't pick him. But the guy already knew. He knew he was being brought out later on in the show. So it just, I think it's, I think they should just wait. Hell, especially since they're not filming for another month. It's not like Joey's filming this weekend and they had to get their announcement out. It's just really bizarre to do that. And they've only done it a few times. Bachelor is usually announced much closer to filming. So all this means is women can still probably send in applications now that are interested in Joey now that they all officially know it's Joey. And, you know, they'll get some late entries for sure. Uh, but, yeah, he, him being there, I just think it ruined the moment. I think knowing that he was going to be named The Bachelor later on in a segment in the show 30 minutes later, Ruin the segment with charity. Not that it was bad or it wasn't any good or whatever. It just seemed like two buddies up there on stage. And after that completely emotional goodbye that she gave him, and then to see them out there on the couch almost palling around, you know, it was, you know, okay, maybe it wasn't palling around, but you know what I'm saying? He knew he was, he knew 30 minutes later he was going to be announced as The Bachelor. I guarantee he would rather have not even seen charity (laughs) or just seen her backstage and just been like, Hey, I know it's been, you know, it's weird. It's four months ago. I haven't seen you in four months. We haven't spoken, but if they did speak, what would they even talk about? There's no point. She's engaged to somebody else. She has nothing to say to him and not being rude on her end, but he's got nothing to say to her either. It's like you're forcing these two to talk because the audience wants to see two people who had developed, a uh, close bond during filming, but that was also at the end of April. It was August 21st last night, (laughs) and he was already going to be The Bachelor. So what does he really have to say to her, and what does she really have to say to him? I think if you don't make that announcement last night, they sit there, they can have a much deeper talk, maybe even be emotional, which is, I think, what the audience wanted after watching the emotional goodbye and then announce and then announce Joey in two weeks on you know GMA or something or announce him on a on on Instagram or whatever. I mean, just it just you know you look back on it now, and you're almost like, okay, Joey was sitting there with Charity knowing he was coming back in 30 minutes as The Bachelor. It's just a weird dynamic, and I I think they should wait, but they're not going to listen to me. I'm not. You know, I'm just saying if I would produce the show, I would have waited a couple weeks to announce Joey as the bachelor. Keep people in suspense. You know, get people talking because you got nothing going on now until September 28th, which is right around the time. Joey's Well, Joey will start filming about a week before that. But it's just a weird dynamic to sit there and do that. And what's funny was, you know, People magazine this past weekend, you know, I told you yesterday and I put it out on Twitter and Instagram stories that. People magazine accidentally put the picture of Doughton on his knee proposing to Charity on th- on Friday, during an article about Jesse Palmer and his wife being pregnant. Well, last night, <laughs> during the show, while Charity and Doughton uh, are on the couch, Deadline's Twitter account announces Joey Gra, Gra- what is it Day? Graziati. I can't remember. Sorry, announces Bachelor number twenty eight. And they put it out there on their Twitter account while Charity and Doughton were still on the couch. I tweeted it out. They have since deleted the tweet. That's why when you look, go look at my tweet, you'll see the tweet that I included in my tweet or article that I included in my tweet Or I quote tweeted Deadline's Twitter account is now gone because they realized they screwed up. And they released it too early. I mean, look. I don't think it was anybody's surprise that Joey was the Bachelor. I was not told, um, and as we were talking about yesterday, I was like, I'm just still surprised they haven't given this much more of a, a hype job, and you know. But they got it away right off the bat. Jesse Palmer said right in the open, we're going to announce our new Bachelor tonight. I think it was pretty obvious all night long, it was going to be Joey. I know that Pilot Pete's parents were in the audience. That didn't ever throw me off. Pilot Pete was never going to be the next Bachelor. I don't know why people even thought that for a second but maybe they threw his parents in there to make you think it could be pilot Pete. I i don't know but i knew it wasn't him um and i've been telling you for two weeks i kept saying look i have not been told who the next bachelor is but the only person that makes sense is joey and you know we got to keep this in mind every season from now because every single season it's well what about this guy he was pretty good and he he lasted to top eight and you know you get outside of your Jake Pavelka's and outside of your Juan Pablo's and outside of your Colton's. I mean, well, no, Colton finished top four. But um, you know, for the most part, every single bachelor's coming from the top four. We know it wasn't Doughton, we knew Aaron was down in paradise, and I would say that Xavier had a horrible edit. There was zero chance he was gonna be the bachelor. Like Joey checked every single box that this show would look for in a bachelor. But yet everybody says, oh, maybe they're going to go outside the franchise. Oh, maybe they're going to choose this guy. What about this guy from Paradise? He might have a good storyline. I mean, just every single year we hear the same thing. And every single year, outside of, what, three seasons in the last 20, they pick a guy from the Final Four. And this one just set up for Joey. Like, there was no doubt it was Joey. I mentioned the two times during commercials uh, where Jesse Palmer is promoting The Next Bachelor. In the last few episodes, mentioning about, would you like to kiss under a waterfall? You know, they they mentioned that one, which Joey did with Charity in Fiji. Then we have this whole shebang last night where Jesse Palmer says someone in the audience is actually going to be a contestant on our next Bachelor season. Hey, let's talk to this random woman's name. Leia. Leia, where are you from? Oh, I'm from Hawaii. I mean, it was so obvious. They didn't surprise anybody. Now, they threw the other blonde girl out there to be like, oh, okay, maybe it's her. It, we knew it wasn't Kat in Brooklyn when he told them to stand up. They weren't going to be it. Kat's engaged to John Henry, and Brooklyn, you know, got eliminated at the first rose ceremony in Paradise, but she wasn't going on Joey season. So it's just like, okay, all right, was that a, really that much of a surprise? I mean, it was so odd. Like, when— <laughs> When you ask Kat and you ask Brooklyn who do they think should be the next Bachelor, one of them says Joey and one of them says Dawton. First off, that was obviously pre planned. They told them to each one to say one of the final two guys' names. Both women that were, quote unquote, there and possibly a chance to be on the next Bachelor season, both of them said they'd be interested in Joey as the Bachelor. Did you honestly think that Jesse Palmer was going to say, and our next Bachelor, Pilot Pete? No, of course he was never going to say that. I mean, come on now. It was just, the way they did it, like I said, this could have been done in two weeks. Now, if you want to call this interesting, I don't know if it's interesting or not, but the card that he gave Leia, is that her name? Leia or Leia? I think it was Leia, Leah. Sorry, I already forgot. But the card that he gave her, And he says it is not a date card, and he says it is something that will change the course of the show. So while we don't know what it is, we can guess. I don't know what it is, but I will guess that that thing is something more negative than positive. I don't think it's something to where it's like you are safe at the first rose ceremony, because that's not game-changing. I don't think it's something to where it's like you get to pick your first when you want your first one on one day. I don't think it's that because even that's not game changing. I think and if I'm a producer, this is what I put in. They did this once during Jason Mesnick season, but they did a vote of the whole house. If you don't remember on Jason Mesnick season, they had all the women vote on the first night in a secret box. Write down a name of somebody who you thought wasn't there for the right reasons. And they all put, and and one girl got an overwhelming uh, number of votes. Her name was Megan Paris. And everybody thought, oh, she's going to end up being sent home on the first night. And what it did do was it gave her immunity, I believe. And maybe it gave her the first date of the season as well. So the women thought they were, because they were voting on somebody who they didn't think was there for the right reasons, they just assumed, oh, whoever gets the most votes is probably going home tonight. They did the opposite. I think with Leia's card I think it should be something to where she gets to choose to send somebody home on the first night. I think it should be used as a negative, not against, not anything against Leia, but to where, because anything that changes the game wouldn't be something positive. Like, oh, okay, you're safe the first night. Great. It's just like giving out a second first impression rose. That's not a game changer. Oh, you get to you get the first. One on one of the season, not a game changer. um but if that card says you can choose someone who has to get sent home tonight, that would be a game changer or uh, that that's that's what's in my mind. If I'm a producer and I and they already obviously know what this trick is. I don't know what it is. We'll all know soon enough. well, not soon enough the f- show doesn't start filming until about a month from now. And we'll find out how soon after the first night happens uh, when I get information on what that card was. But I, I, I would think if it's something that changes everything and something we've never seen, I think it's got to be something negative. I put it in there and have this girl have the ability to, I don't know, take somebody's rose or you know something like that. But I don't know. I, I, your guess is as good as mine. But. I think it should be used for, for something negative. And finally, uh, let's end with this: um, just the fact that Doughton uh, was the winner, and now they're going to start making the rounds. They get to be a public couple. Very cool that Charity gets to be on Dance with the Stars, and it's it's kind of humorous because for the longest time, the only people that got to go on Dancing with the Stars from this show were the guys. Uh, You know, Sean Lowe, Jake Pavelka, Grocery Joe, uh, the list goes on. You can only, uh, you know, uh, Nick. It was because Mike Fleiss hated his women going on the show because he's a giant misogynist. He just didn't want them going on the show. Caitlyn said the story numerous times. She's not lying. And then he finally gave in and said, oh, we've always wanted Caitlyn to be on Dancing Stars. No, you didn't. You're a fucking liar. So then Caitlyn goes on and then it just opens up the floodgates because then, you know, Gabby goes on and now Rachel goes on. Am I missing somebody else in there? Did somebody else go on? Oh, Hannah Brown got to go on. Yeah. Hannah Brown, Caitlin, uh, Gabby, and now charity. So, and, and it's just convenient now that Fleiss is no longer part of the show. Now all the women get to go on dancing with the stars during the fall season. So, uh, very cool for charity and, you know, the, the the thing about Doughton is, again, I, I you know what? I'm going to save this for tomorrow. And it's something major. It's just I, I feel like we're at almost 30 minutes now. Um, I just want to save it for tomorrow. But I did want to make that point about Dancing with the Stars that, oh, isn't it funny now that Fleiss is gone, women from the show all get to appear on Dancing with the Stars. So, yeah. But uh, we'll talk about Doughton tomorrow and a little bit more about Joey. Uh, but congratulations to Charity and Doughton. We get to see them now. As a public couple, although she'll be tied up with Dance with the Stars for a while, so I don't know what Dotton's going to do about living in L.A. or what the case may be. Doesn't he live in New York? I mean, now she's going to be on the West Coast for a good— I, I, I can already tell you right now, Charity's making it into the top half of the show. There's no way she's going to eliminate it early. She's making it. If there's, se- if there's 14 people, she's definitely finishing no worse than seventh. She's making it halfway through the season, if not more. So, and we don't even know the contestants outside of Ariana from Vanderpump Rules. I'm telling you right now, Charity's making it far on that show. Because all the women do. I mean, just look at it. Hannah Brown won. Caitlin won. Gabby got to final two. Charity's making it far. Now, she's going to be out on the West Coast the whole time. I don't know what Dotton's plans are. And I don't know what they've talked about. But I'm sure we're going to start hearing that once they start doing interviews, because I'm guessing the interviewers are going to ask them, well, with Charity now doing Dancing with the Stars, where are you going to be, Don? Are you going to be in the audience every Monday night? I mean, if he's there, that means he pretty much has to move to the West Coast for the whole time she's on Dancing with the Stars. And I I just don't know enough about his job or what he's doing to where if he can do it on the West Coast. But he was living in New York before he left for the show, but he's from Fresno. So who knows? Um you know, we'll see. I'm sure we'll get an answer in the next couple days. I'll pay attention to some of the interviews that they do. But congratulations to Charity and Dotton, uh, and congratulations to Charity for getting to dance with the stars because that'll be fun uh, for her for sure. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review as well. Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. Also on uh, my website, realitysteve.com, I'll have my finale column coming up in a couple hours. Get me your reader emails or email me on Instagram or Twitter DM. Email at steve at realitysteve.com. Hit me up on Instagram at realitysteve, Twitter at realitysteve. This week will be the last reader email until the shows start back up. Um, looks like we'll start they start back up Thursday the 28th, so that means Wednesday the 27th will be the next one. So we'll take about a month off of reader emails and then come back and take your uh, emails on that. But get your emails in, steve at realitysteve.com or hit me up, Instagram or Twitter. And like I said, the column, uh, the finale column wrap-up will be up in a couple hours from now at realitysteve.com. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Steve.